to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome or welcome back to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. So pleased that you could join us today. This is going to be a really interesting conversation that's all about gaming and youth ministry, how we can leverage gaming for discipleship mission and we will have jonathan beecham joining us for that conversation uh, which i'm very excited about because jonathan is also going to be joining us in january at limitless leaders now if you haven't heard about limitless leaders yet guys what are you waiting for <laughs> limitless leaders is a, a three-day residential for youth and children's ministry uh, leaders that's all about uh, practical equipping like-minded community and spirit-filled ministry we, we do a few events over the years as limitless limitless leaders is absolutely uh, my favorite i just love getting together with other leaders having that space to be together uh, to eat together to to wrestle with our ministries together to pray for one another and you are invited uh, to come on the 24th to the 26th of january at the hayes conference center in derbyshire Everything is taken care of within the cost of your ticket, your accommodation, your food, because we eat together as a as a big uh, youth and children's ministry community. All of your parking, all of that, you don't have to worry about any of that. It's all covered. So check out limitlesselim.co.uk forward slash leaders. And I would love to see you there. I hope that you will be there. I will certainly be there. And also... Jonathan Beecham will be there. Jonathan, welcome to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. Hey, Tim, thank you so much for having me, bro. It's great to be here. Uh, absolute pleasure. Now, Jonathan, you're a youth worker in London. You're 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 at HTB. Uh, Jonathan, before we kind of get into this uh, really interesting subject about gaming in youth ministry, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, first of mm. all, um, and a little bit about your journey and how you got into youth ministry? Amazing. Thanks, Tim. So yeah. Um, hey guys, my name is Jonathan. Um, I was born in Bristol, but I actually grew up in the south of France um, in a little wow. city called uh, Toulouse. Um, so I moved there when I was three with my family and then I moved back to London when I was 18. Um, so yeah, basically I was there for about 15 years, so a good chunk of my life. Um, and gaming has always been a part of my thing. So gaming was something I definitely did back at home in France. Gaming is definitely something that I did over here in the UK. Uh, one of the first items to come with me on my EasyJet flight was definitely my PC, um, all bundled <laughs> up and wrapped up and ready to go for when I, I set foot here. Um, but yeah, when I first moved to the UK, I didn't um, instinct, um, I didn't get into like youth work straight away. Um, I was working in um, Nando's. I thought it'd be good fun to see what, what it's like to, we don't actually have Nando's in France, funny enough. So I hadn't heard of it. Well, I'd heard of it, but I'd never actually gone. So I thought, you know what, let me try it out. Uh, let me see what the, the fuss is about and can confirm legitimate. <laughs> um, yeah. After doing that for a couple of months, I was, you know, I was, I was kind of, I could tell something was missing. Um, and so uh, luckily enough, I was able to volunteer um, on the youth team for HGB at um, Focus, their big um, summer event. Um, and then off the back of that, I just, I, lo I loved it so much and God really met me there. And I felt called to take this youth ministry thing a little bit more seriously. So I joined team in um, January, 2019, just as a, as a volunteer. And then by um, September, 2019, I decided to do an internship here at HGB. Um, and then during that year, that's when 
um, the dreaded COVID came through and lockdown hit. Um, <laughs> and so gaming wasn't on the agenda. I, I guess I'd always thought about it in the back of my mind, like, oh, what are the things I'm interested in? I like music. I like sport. I definitely play a lot of video games. Like, oh, it'd be funny to sometimes, you know, play some games. And, and as a youth group, we had, a you know, like a PS4 or whatever, like some sort of gaming equipment. So on a Sunday, maybe, maybe we'd play, but there was never real um, vision behind like, taking it seriously, essentially. Um, but then with all of the lockdowns and obviously not being able to meet our people in person, um, it kind of begged the question, okay, what are like ways to to link up with our people, um, or with our young people specifically? Um, and actually, a lot of young people do gaming. Um, yeah. Boys and girls, like everyone does, whether they're serious, like super competitive or just like casual. Um, I found that a lot of young people are doing it. So myself and a colleague at a time, um, we actually um, proposed the idea to our head of youth and he was like yeah sure why not um so we tried it basically i started um streaming on twitch um and i started gaming from my um small bedroom in east london um not really like necessarily knowing like where it was going or what we were doing but it was basically just like telling our young people yo we're going to be online we know, we know you're at home anyway because you can't be leaving your house so we're going to be online and um, feel free to to jump in the chat say what's up have some great conversation but also if you play these games that we're playing, which were like Minecraft or Fortnite and stuff like that, um, we're like, yeah, jump on, you know, send us a little message. We'll, we'll get it sorted. Um, and then slowly but surely it kind of just grew. Um, like just in its own, in its own self, I hadn't really seen anyone doing it, I guess, around in the other youth work spaces. So it felt quite new. Um, mm. it was like, like a novelty and definitely something that we were pioneering. Um, and then I'm in through the Holy Spirit and then God just, I just do see God's favor over it. I've been doing it for two and a half years now. Um, so at the start, like I said, in lockdown, it was um, in uh, in my bedroom. And now I'm very blessed to be sitting in it right now. We have a studio here um, wow. in our church in, in London. And um, yeah, we're just able to do this on a weekly um, and just glorify God and just have some fun, really. Um, I meet people, meet people that you wouldn't normally be able to meet um, through the realms of gaming um, and online. Well, we'll get into that a little bit more in just a moment, but I've got to, I've got to ask you, Jonathan, <laughs> your top five games of all time. Wow. Hit me with those. Hit me with those. Yeah, that's serious. I love that. Oh, sick. <laughs> top five. Okay. Um, so there's this game exclusively on the PlayStation called Sly Cooper. He's basically like a thief raccoon and it's like cartoon animated and it's all about being very stealthy and very like... Yeah, you're, you're like a thief, right? Um, yeah. And I thought it was just so cool. When I was younger, even to this day, let me not lie, um, really cool game. <laughs> um, they, they, they released some sweet sequels, um, and, and I love that one to bit. So that's definitely in the top five. Another one around this kind of like stealth vibe um, is a series, probably my most favorite series is Assassin's Creed. Um, that yeah. one, because it's quite the game itself is quite historically accurate. And so I was always learning a lot about history, like Constantinople in the 1500s and Ottoman Empire. And depending on which um, iteration of the game you play, they go all around the world. So like, there's the American Civil War or like Venice in the 1500s or yeah. the, the pirates, the Caribbeans and stuff like that. So um, the history and the storyline combined with like the gameplay mechanics, Assassin's Creed is definitely one of my favorites. Um, currently... I'm playing Valorant, which is like a competitive online multiplayer. Okay. Uh, very competitive, um, very like, um, it's, it's like a tactical shooter. Um, so you've got to be very precise with your gunplay. So Valorant, that's one of my ones. 
Um, and then two more. Ah, mm, uh, like Goldeneye. That's oh yeah, old school Goldeneye. That's Classic. that's um. I've got an older brother who's about ten years older than me. So when I was like three and he was thirteen, probably yeah, back in like. Was that N64, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Super old. <laughs> that's, and I, actually, see, that's my era, Jonathan. <laughs> Although I think the ones that I was playing was on the PS2. I think they might have remastered it for the PlayStation oh, okay, 2. Okay, yeah, no. Nah, so yeah. I've I given myself yeah. away there. Yeah, yeah. no, we, did, we, did, we didn't have it. I didn't have the N64, I can't lie. But uh, the, on the PlayStation 2, definitely played that. Hey, Jonathan, listen, I'm going to tell you this. I actually had, when I was really little, uh, I had the original... Nintendo and entertainment system. You know, the grey one had that's it first it, yeah. came out. Uh Mario or wow. yeah, come on. That's serious. Yeah, I that's, I'm that. seriously old. That's yeah, what no, that's yeah. why. <laughs> You're the true game. I should be asking yeah, you yeah, some yeah. questions about this. <laughs> All right, yeah, on, uh, to round it off, last game, top five. Um I must say this, but only because I played it for about 10 years, is League of Legends. Um, okay. Yeah. League of Legends is also known for being like an online multiplayer. Um, yeah. Probably one of the biggest, um, well, actually the biggest video game in the world um, with a massive player base in Asia. Um, and they just had like basically the equivalent of their World Cup. Um, yeah. And the winnings on that are a couple million. So, so have yeah. you done competitive gaming then, Jonathan? Have I haven't. Um, so in each game in itself, there's like a comp- competitive rank. So yeah. um, I've been competitive within the game, but I've never actually like um being in a tournament or okay, have yeah. any earnings or anything like that although that'd be sweet um <laughs> a fun fact in the game that i do play the most in valorant i'm technically in the top 3.2 percent of europe wow technically that's, that's the only thing i want to brag about the rest of it the rest of it's not too, not too late. <laughs> yeah that's like that's as competitive as i get basically but no it's good fun i love it <laughs> good to know good to know okay so jonathan as as we have this conversation i need i need to fess up I don't know anything about gaming. Fair. So like, like I said, I had an original Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> I, even, I even had an original Game Boy, you know, the nice. big brick ones um, <laughs> when I was a kid. Um, but other than like playing Mario Kart or FIFA at youth with my young people, yeah. I, I don't have a games console. I don't have any games on my phone. So I don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm glad you are here, Jonathan. <laughs> to help me out um, because I think this is a really fascinating conversation and an incredible opportunity that perhaps did come to light, particularly during the lockdowns that yeah. were, but yeah. isn't, isn't exclusively for that space by, by, by any means. Yeah. So I, I would love to hear a little bit about um, before we get, before we get into the nuts and bolts, Jonathan, which we will do of, of sure. what you do and how you do it. Sure. What I would love to hear first is just some of the stories of how you've seen God move in that space. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, so yeah, the first one that comes to mind is early doors when we started actually during the, um, the lockdown and um, we were just playing, we we're playing Minecraft. There's four of us, four leaders. And um, we had this first time chatter. It's called basically when, when it's the first time kind of coming into the, the stream on Twitch um, often they they have like a little message bubble that says first time chatter. Uh, so yeah, someone's first time in the, on, on the stream, first time talking to us. You said, hey, we all responded enthusiastically. Said, hey, what's up, man? His username at the time was Peekers. So it was like, oh, hey, Peekers, how you doing? Um, and after getting to know him, explaining who we are, what we do, we're a church, whatever. Um, 
a couple hours further down in the stream, he basically said that, um, oh, like my um, my granddad actually has COVID at the moment. And this was early doors COVID where essentially we kind of thought like if you had COVID, it was like a death yeah. sentence. Like you're basically, yeah. you're done yeah. for. Especially as he said, it's his granddad. Yeah. So yeah. quite worried about, about that. Um, and yeah, basically what happened was um, he said, yeah, my granddad's got COVID. And instinctively I was like, well, this is, a, this is an opportunity. I, I don't know much about Picus. He, he didn't say whether he went to church or didn't go to church or anything like that. I just knew that his granddad that was sick and so um with the other with the other leaders who were playing um i was like oh should we just should we just pray for peakers real quick um and everyone agreed of course um <laughs> and yeah so literally um we just took our hands off the keyboard hands off the controller um and we just said a simple prayer simple prayer for peak and said yo lord thank you so much for peak as you say we just pray for his granddad that he'd be uh he'd be uh he'd be healed in jesus name um turns out later on peakers was not a christian um, turns out Picos was just a uh, 13-year-old dude living in Manchester, um, didn't go to church. The only, the only reason he found us was because he was scrolling on Twitch um, and was trying to find a stream that might like stood up to him. And at the time we had, because there was a four of us of gaming, we managed to do a thing where we got our full webcams on, this, on the screen, which most streamers, it's just themselves, so they just have the one. So the fact that it was just like four random dudes just playing games with their facial expressions and whatever, he was like, oh, this is interesting. So hopped in. Um, and then, yeah, we've journeyed with Pikas for um, about a year and a half to two years. Um, he's a little older now, um, and unfortunately, I've lost contact with him. But that's like, that is just such a core memory for me where it's like, wow, this is potentially the first time that Pikas has ever um, received prayer. This is yeah. the first time that yeah. Pikas has potentially met a Christian or even maybe like quarreled with this idea of like what is what is church what is jesus what's this all about yeah. and we were able to journey with him he came in he came to the streams every week for about a year and a half and every week when we were talking about um god content or um, the verse of the stream which was something that we did within the stream or anything like that um we were just sowing seeds within him hopefully um yeah. and this and you'll know this tim in terms of uh, as youth workers often you you sow the seeds you plant the seeds but you don't necessarily see the fruit yeah and so my prayer is that we um we planted some seeds um and we yeah, just trust that absolutely. God does the rest. But that's and, one of the yeah yeah so good and 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 has it um Jonathan has it been like something that your own young people within your own youth ministry have accessed as well and served as like a point of contact through the week with the young people that you that you would you know usually engage with on a Friday night or a Sunday or whatever it is and it, it, it does it kind of create that extra point of contact for you for them for the young people in our own youth ministry yeah 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 100 percent. basically in terms of the people who come to our stream we have a mixture we have a lot of a lot of them are within our youth um actually i'd say like 80 percent of them are from within our youth but we have about 20 percent who are um outside of of our youth group i guess quote unquote like formally outside of our youth group maybe they don't have a youth group um where they're based in the world um because some of it does go international or maybe they do but they just, it just it's not fulfilling in a, in a type of way or maybe they do and it's great but they just want another community just to hang out with maybe their youth group that doesn't offer um gaming or a community within gaming and so they just really enjoy uh, coming through with us but yeah a lot of our young people then invite their friends because they think it's a safe space and hopefully they also think it's a bit of a cool space. Um, they just invite their friends. Um, and yeah, we just, we have a mix of our own young people, but our young people also inviting their friends to come through. Love it. So good. So talk to me about, about, about this, this, then, then Jonathan, for, for somebody, you know, like me, like you, you, you shared your story, like 
you were a gamer before you were in youth ministry, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you you said, well, you know, this is something that I'm passionate about, something that I can do, and I can utilize this, you know, in that kind of youth ministry space. If there are others who aren't, you know, maybe they're not they're not gamers. It's not something they do in their day to day, you know, week to week. Is this still something that they can have a go at if they yeah. don't have like a uh like so they're young people into get are into gaming but they might not be can they you know be incarnational in that space like if even if they don't understand that gaming culture uh, kind of initially and if they can Mm -hmm. what would be the first steps beautiful yeah i love that question um the simple answer is yes (laughs) i think you still can (laughs) as a youth minister who um it, gaming isn't necessarily like their most favorite thing to do or they don't have much knowledge of the area um i think um it will take it will take time to kind of understand the lingo or the culture yeah um what you know in terms of like within a gaming or if you're if you're maybe looking at maybe streaming on twitch that's a that's a whole nother thing of like twitch culture and there's literally like made like new vocabulary like poggers and like i don't know it's just crazy it's, I, I love it so much but um i think to to like not sound too over, overwhelming. I think it is possible. I think anyone can 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 um can do it. I think the most important thing is is and what I found now, and something that I'm doing more and more in my own youth ministry here with the gaming stuff is actually um taking back responsibility and enabling my young people to really take raid of the ministry. Yeah. Um f- yeah. I think that's important for a couple of reasons. First one, um the world in terms of its direction is becoming more and more digital, as we know, in terms of social media, screens, technology, it's, it's one of the most booming industries in the world. And so this idea of being a YouTuber or a TikToker or having a presence online, um, it's no longer just your little Facebook page. It's like, oh, you have like set multiple social medias. Um, not only this, but you can leverage it to make a living, like through like, you know, YouTube monetization, Instagram pictures, like um, all that type of stuff, like product placement. So basically, what I'm trying to say is our young people, it's becoming more and more acceptable to make money online through social media, through having an online presence. With that being said, I think it's important that um, as Christians and as the church, we, we kind of have like the history of falling behind in, in these areas. Sometimes the church can be like late to the party. They hop on a trend that was like already super old, like a year ago, that type of stuff. And so um, what I'm trying to do currently is um, enable my young people to be um, like the the visionaries of like tomorrow, if that makes sense. So instead of me doing the stream, so for example, when we started off, myself and a lot of my other colleagues, we were like the face of the stream. If you um, if you hop on now to the stream, you'll barely see me in a sense of maybe I'll intro it. Maybe I'll be like, hey guys, welcome to the stream. Great to have you here. But then I'll give, I'll, 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 I'll get, off, get up of this seat, walk away and let young people like basically direct the stream um, with my supervision right right next to them or whatever. This is because I think that, yeah, uh, in, in, the, in the next couple of years, as they grow up, this is going to be something that they'll be able to do um, and can make their living off. And so I want to make sure that they have like practice here, but also they have like godly foundations and what they do. Yeah. And so yeah. that they stay like steadfast in, in Christ. Um, I think in terms of the youth minister that wants to get into it, you don't need to know everything. But you just have to like understand like okay what is it like what is it that the young person enjoys about it how can i create a safe space for them to thrive in it and then in my experience you give young people the resources and the tools and they'll they'll go they'll pop off they'll do what needs to be done yeah. you don't need to like necessarily look at every single thing they're doing or understand every single concept but as long as you maybe like resource them or encourage them 
um, but also encourage that foundation of like, you know, that, their identity is in Christ. Because let's be real, like online can be like a bit of a dangerous space in terms of safeguarding, and that's a whole yeah. other thing. But um, yeah, just making sure yeah. that you encourage them in that space and, and so they'll, they'll pop you, off. It's great. You've mentioned a, a whole load of things there, which should be good to dig into a little yeah. bit more. Some of the tools, um, some of the safeguarding stuff, we'll, we'll, we'll come to that. Yeah. Um, let, first, let's, let's have a little bit of a dummies guide. Yeah. So um, uh, you've, you mentioned Twitch a number yeah. of times yeah. as a mechanism for streaming. Maybe you could talk to us about what Twitch is and sure. how you use it. And then give us some of the lingo. You mentioned for bloggers. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give us some of the lingo yeah. and uh, translate translate for me, Jonathan. So go for it. For sure. So um, some like generic lingo um, to, to, to understand like the space or the gaming space. So Twitch is a streaming platform. Um, I think a lot of churches during the pandemic were getting used to streaming or maybe yeah. started to stream their services yeah. online. Yeah. So the same way you can stream on YouTube or you can stream on Vimeo or Facebook. Yeah. Twitch is just like one of those streaming platforms where you can take content that you've recorded um, or live streaming and then do it straight on Twitch. Um, but Twitch specifically is known for being the place for gamers. Yeah. Um, so Twitch is usually known. If you're thinking of like gaming online and streaming, you'll probably do it on Twitch. Yeah. Having said that, YouTube gaming is growing at the moment, but okay. you've got these two main options, Twitch okay. or like YouTube gaming. So so when when you're live streaming gaming on Twitch, what's the content? What are you doing? You're playing, you're chatting, what's happening? Describe describe a stream for us. Yeah, so um, any ordinary stream, if you go on Twitch right now, um, first thing is you'll, you'll realize there's a lot of people there. Um, at any given time, there's, I don't know, like thousands per millions of people on Twitch. Um, at, at peak times and, and usually in the, some of the biggest influencers are either in the States or maybe like Latin America um, and they can be garnering up to 100k viewers so that's 100,000 people watching them live yeah. um, for 8 to 12 hours a day and that's their job is they stream for 8 to 12 hours a day with 100,000 people who watch them um, who are, and then those people are either donating money to them just because they appreciate what they're doing. They're subscribing to them and through subscription, they unlock new perks, whether that's in the chat or they have a nice little email next to their name or through subscription, maybe they have access to different stuff um, or they'll also get like sponsor ads and stuff like that. So Twitch is a big deal. Um, I think in terms of the culture, I mentioned like language. Um, I can I can go through some of the, some of the slang. Go on. Um, yeah, so you've got, um, <laughs> so Poggers, for example, Poggers is like, if, some, if someone does something cool within a video game, let's say they're, they're you know, they're playing a game and they, and they achieve something or they manage to clutch a situation, if it's a competitive game, it's like 1v3 and they manage to get everyone down. It's like, yo, Poggers, that's just like a way to hype them up, like, like big up, <laughs> essentially. Um, there's like, Twitch almost has its own like mascot, it's called like Pepe, like Pepe the Frog. It's basically just like a green frog and a lot of the emotes <laughs> that they create is through Pepe. Um, so you'll just get like Pepe the frog for doing, doing loads of different like um, facial, like being, being like facial animations or being like um, facial expressions. So if he's like sad or he's tired or he's happy, joyful, like just Pepe the frog. Um, it's just good. And then it's almost like, um, it's weird. It's, it's almost like a Twitch. This is this there's different niches, but there's almost like a almost like a Twitch um what how would you say it? Not dialect or like accents. So almost like if someone speaks in a type of way, you can probably figure out who they watch on Twitch because okay. they've been influenced by that said streamer. Um 
So like someone like a streamer that says like no cap a lot or or like like what do you mean or like or, or I just 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 there's just so much <laughs> there's just so, so much. So talk to me about your your stream then and yeah. what is it about you know the stream that you you started and that you know you've released young people to do that makes it like distinctively Christian. Yeah. You mentioned verse of the stream all that kind of yeah. t- t- talk to us about yeah talk talk me through your stream. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So yeah, so we stream for about two hours now. Um, it used to be when we started off, you used to do three hour streams on a Monday, Tuesday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That was during lockdown when we had a lot of time. Um, <laughs> now we've cut that down. Now that we're back at in-person ministries and that's unfortunate, well, not unfortunately, but part of my job is more than just the game and stuff as much as I'd love to like spill my time in it and some other <laughs> stuff to be done so we've not we've reduced it down to one stream a week for two hours um but we kind of now we do a hybrid of online and have a drop-in space so like i said okay. young people yeah. can come in and actually i often give them the reins and they can actually like run the stream and stuff like that um so yeah uh, and in terms of the format of the stream um we'll start up with like an intro for five to ten minutes um usually as we start stream we'll post it on all our different social medias on instagram on discord discord by the way think of it as a it's like an app to create community yeah but the best way to explain discord to people is i call it a whatsapp group on steroids essentially <laughs> it's kind of like rock, rock whatsapp where you have a lot of people in a group um but you don't just text and call you can just do so much more <laughs> essentially yeah. and i think if, if any of you just want to google like youtube video like discord like tutorial or what is discord easily you'll find something or yeah so it's like online community isn't it basically yeah, yeah. yeah it's a great place to build online community um but yeah we'll post on that letting people know hey we're going live now and so for the first 10 to 15 minutes we'll have young people um come through in the chat saying hey what's up um and then whoever's intro in the stream their job is just have a conversation with them so it'll be we'll, we'll have people like rainbow 67 or jago bar or be an extra every day like these are just all, all all individual people with their different usernames um we'll just have conversations are there there are people who come regularly week in week out and so it could be like oh hey like how's your week been oh you mentioned this last week like oh how, how's that going just normal youth work wait so jonathan like, so they're so they're they're um are they speaking on the mic or is it on text chat and on, are you on, speaking back on the mic yeah so that's on text chat so that'll yeah. be um you have to stream open they can see us but there's also like a, a section on the side where they can chat like a yeah. Yeah, like a forum or something. And are you answering? Are you answering the chat like via your mic, or are you yeah. replying via text? So they're texting, you're chatting. Yeah, essentially. And yeah, yeah. And that's usually the format for Twitch. It's like people ask questions through text, and as the streamer, you have your mic, you can just like communicate. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just have that conversation. Um, and then we'll probably jump into some games. So often at the moment, we're playing a lot of Fortnite. That's what the kids love. So we're, yeah. we're still on it. Um, sometimes we dabble in like Fall Guys, which is another fun little game. Yeah. Um, uh, and stuff like that. Um, and then once uh, basically we've had some fun on gaming, we'll uh, move to a, like a conversation side of the stream. Um, okay. We call it just chatting. And uh, yeah, that's when we'll we'll focus on this idea of verse of the stream. So every stream will have a different verse and we'll yeah. spend like 10 to 20 minutes just looking at it. Um, and so... We'll move to another location with like sofas and couches. We've got like a camera set up there. And then, um, yeah, we'll just open it up essentially. Um, and with every verse, so actually before the verse of the stream, there's like a theme of the stream. So for example, if it's um, if something is happening around the world, I like to bring it into the stream. So okay, yeah. um, at the time of this recording, there's like the World Cup. So it'd be like, oh, yeah. okay, like 
what are your thoughts on the World Cup, who you supported, stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. then the versus stream will usually be inspired by the theme of the stream. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for example, if it's like World Cup, different teams, like different tribes, I guess you could maybe like reference that to Revelations where it talks about like, oh, we'll be when I look at heaven, there'll be like different tribes and different people, but everyone's worshiping uh, the Lord. So basically, I find like clever ways to okay. choose a yeah. theme and then find a, a, a verse, something that connects to yeah. it. And then we'll, we'll dive deep into it, <clears throat> ask people in the room. Um, and we have like a mic that we'll send, we'll give around. I ask people in the room, what are your thoughts on this verse? What, what do you get from this? And then also the people who are watching online, same way they can type in the chat. They'll say, like, oh, this is what this is what I got from the verse. Or this is what I think. And we'll read it out and just basically create a space of just you know, like a Bible study. We're just online for like half yeah. an hour. Yeah. Now, it sounds amazing, but what you've mentioned there in that conversation is a whole load of tech. Uh, yeah. So you've mentioned cameras. You've yeah. mentioned mics. Obviously, there's consoles involved. Mm. Um, sounds like it could be quite expensive, right? Yeah. So what, like... I guess you don't need all of that to no. be able to enter into this world. So no. what's your, what's your like, uh, online, uh, gaming youth ministry starter pack? Yeah. What right. are the things that people would need upfront to be able to get something going on online with young people? Yeah. such a good question. Um, so yeah, off, off the back of doing this for the last couple of years, I've been able to kind of mull over actually, how can I, um, not just do this myself and, and thrive in this ministry, but um, help help others. Um, I thought the last two years I've had lots and lots of different um, <laughs> Zoom calls with with different youth ministries yeah. um, and youth workers who have been interested in what we're doing and have been wanting to learn. And so I've kind of devised like a three-tier system, which okay. hopefully every single youth worker should be able to uh, identify themselves in or find themselves in. Um, and I call it the land space or the land tier um LAN if anyone who's a bit nerdy stands for local area network back in the days before the internet um people would come together with their consoles be in the same house be in the same room and like play games on the same internet that's like super old school but yeah the LAN tier <laughs> um there's the online tier and then the streaming tier so the LAN tier for me are people who um actually I just want to focus on creating a a, a sweet drop-in space yeah so it's not about streaming online it's not even about necessarily do like multiplayer online but it's about um you're in your church building or in your youth center or wherever you are and young people are coming to you and young people who are proximate and then you're able to build a, a great community there um, but through the medium of like video games. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. so, so that's uh, where your Mario Karts and your FIFAs and all yeah. that stuff comes in. And you, yeah. you know, games that are easy to pick up, easy just yeah. to sit next to someone, grab a controller, play yeah. away, and just have a chat while you're sitting next to someone. For sure, right? for sure. And I and I think that in itself, like that is kind of like the norm, quote unquote, of like what a lot of maybe yeah. like youth mystery look like. But I wouldn't discount, and and that's and that's what that's what we've been doing for time. But I wouldn't discount that as like oh that's not good. Like that in itself yeah. is utilizing gaming and it's, it's, it's using something that young people are interested in currently. And it's culturally relevant, um, to, to talk, to build relationship and to have great chats over it. So that in itself is like, that's good. And if, if that's, um, where a, a youth worker finds himself at and what they're able to do in terms of resources, that in itself is great. Yeah. And, and I, I, pr I praise that. That's really and, to, and to do that, you just, you need a couple of consoles, yeah. a couple of screens and a room. For sure. Yeah. I'd recommend I'm going for consoles that um, are, uh, I guess, all games as well that um, allow a lot of people to, to join in, I guess. It's like bang for your bucks. So instead, instead of buying like maybe one PS4 
for 200 pounds they go for around 250 now and then one person plays fortnite and so they have to take turn like that i'd recommend maybe getting like a nintendo switch yeah which has four different controllers that's one console you can play mario kart and then that's four different people so the switch and the ps4 usually go for around the same amount but one it's just one person playing and everyone's watching the other is four people playing so it's basically like being smart with like the type of games you're playing so that everyone feels involved Um, so just give us some of those games you obviously mentioned mario kart but give us some of those games which like which would tick that box in terms of lots of people being able to do just give us a list for sure some of the games that really popping off during lockdown as well like among us um, yeah 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 that was kind of crazy that's really good because it's free on your phone you can have up to, ooh, I haven't played it in a minute, but last time I checked, it was like 12 people. So you can have up to like 12 people. If everyone's got a phone or some sort of like electric electronic device, um, you're good to go. Um, Mario yeah. Kart is a great one. Um, same for Minecraft as well. Um, yeah. You can yeah, can, you can create a server. A lot of people can come through. Fortnite is good. Um, you just need, and you can play on your phone. Uh, you just need a few more consoles to do that probably. To, yeah. for it to be good and to play well um f- four player fifa has been like a new found favorite for us i think a lot of time <laughs> we just did like one-on-one fifa but we just got got some extra controllers for the consoles um so that's maybe like 50 pound a pop for a controller um, but actually like yeah trying to like communicate with your friend and playing together a four player fifa like two on two it's just it's, it's been jokes it's been so so funny <laughs> i can't believe we haven't done it for a minute or why we haven't done it before but that's been great but yeah those are kind of like the main games okay. i go for you're, you're good with among us mario kart minecraft fifa um yeah you're chilling great well so that's tier one take us to tier yeah, two yeah tier two so tier two is the online space the online tier um for that it's actually it's for the youth worker who um yeah is looking at um, maybe reaching out to the young people online because um, maybe the young, the young person lives a little f- further away or they just can't commit to coming to a physical location every week. And yeah. so you can actually play um, online for the youth worker. That means that maybe they can play from um, from their own home setup. That could be if, their own, if they have their own like PC or PlayStation or Xbox, they can stay at home, but they can um, create a um, like a party online with said youth who comic okay. in person yeah, yeah. And that's great yeah. and then the streaming and then the streaming too that's when you start looking at wanting to invest in a pc that can actually ha- that has enough like power to stream online um and then directly stream onto twitch and youtube um and again that can be anywhere remote or from um the from your your space so in so in order to stream yeah what 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 is the equipment that you need in order to stream in the way that you've been describing like yeah. so you might not need like the separate cameras or the mics and stuff like what what would be the the minimum like requirement you would need to get a stream going on on, on switch for sure so you need a stream a stream capable pc like a stream ready pc um and then you would need a, a head headphones with a mic and a webcam okay is what i'd so, recommend so when you say stream ready um pc can you stream games that you're playing on a on a Switch or a PS4 or, an, or a PS5 or an Xbox or whatever? Or is it only like PC games that you'd be able to stream on, on Switch? Yeah. Easiest will be to stream games that you can uh, um, p- play straight on your PC. There are ways to connect your PS4 to your PC and then stream that. But that's when you're starting to get a little techie with like buying um video card captures that then okay. translate the image from your TV, from your PS4 to your pc and then 
submits that online um, through um, a software called Streamlabs, which allows you to stream online. So that's when you're going to have to watch a couple more YouTube tutorials. YouTube tutorials, <laughs> yeah. And, and it's always there. It. It's always for there. Sure. But it's possible. <laughs> for sure, it is possible. Okay, okay, okay. So the thing we've got to talk about then in all of this, because there's so much possibility here, you know, opportunity for connection with our young people, incarnational mission, in a space yeah. that's familiar to young people that they enjoy being but what are some of the kind of safety uh, safeguarding concerns when running a gaming ministry like this? Yeah. How, how, how do you safeguard yourselves as a team and the young people involved? Yeah, that's great. Um, safeguarding, obviously one of the most important things you got to like focus on. Um, and before we actually started doing anything online, myself and my colleague at the time, we made sure that um, our e-safety policy was up to date um, because up until then it only had to cover maybe like social media or those types of online interactions. So when we started with this whole new gaming idea with Twitch and online, that was just a new thing we had to completely think of. So from scratch, we had to um, basically create an online e-safety streaming policy. Yeah. Um, what, what, what kind of things did, did that e- like e-safety policy talk about what kind of like boundaries did it put in yeah for sure um so uh it depends in which space you're looking at if we're talking strictly for a twitch stream um twitch itself is quite good with like moderation um so it allows you to have quite a lot of control over what is said in your chat um and what words are allowed what words are banned Um, not only that it allows you to um give people the power of moderators so let's say i'm playing a game and i'm focused on playing fortnite with a young person and communicating that i can have a couple other leaders who are also watching the stream but who are in the chat just basically like surveying it making sure everyone's being friendly everything's good so that um yeah it's just like good environment and our young people are safe um and there's nothing there's nothing like inappropriate happening um where the safeguarding comes into play is when you want is when you're trying to create a wider community that's bigger than just the young people that you know in in terms of close proximity yeah. and you're inviting maybe other young people from other churches or international into your community so like i mentioned before discord is the app that yes. we use yeah. for that um, and so within discord you've got to be super rigorous with who we invite we've got to definitely uh, make sure uh, we know who they are, <laughs> if they are a young person. So in terms of verifying that, for example, um, our process is if anyone wants, to, let's say uh, we have a young person who is in our Discord community and they want to invite their friend from school, totally okay. But what I'll do is um, I'll invite, I'll ask that friend and their friend who wants to join in, I'll, I'll ask them to jump in a Discord call because you can also do video calls on Discord, a Discord call with myself and then another leader. So we always make sure there's two leaders and we always yeah. make sure there's two young people um, in terms of uh, safety and, and also just so that we've, uh, we've got alibis for each other. Um, and then what I'll ask is for the young person who wants to join, for them to turn on their webcam and for them to turn on their mic so I can A, see if they, if they claim to be a year eight through the webcam, I can see if they're year eight. Yeah. Also yeah. ask them to speak so I can hear their voice um, if they sound like a year eight. Um, and then I asked in terms of the young person who's invited them, I just asked them to like, tell me their name, double check some safety stuff. Um, and then, yeah, off the back of that, then they're, um, they're allowed into our community, but then even within discord, um, in terms of every single conversation that's had within our community, within our server, every single, um, input, there's, um, activity log that's, um, recorded 
so even if a message is written, but then the message is deleted, especially any time a message is deleted, I'll get a ping and it'll say, so-and-so user deleted this message. So then I can just make sure it's what it is. Um, and, but in any case, anything that is written is stored um, within the, the Discord server. Um, yeah. And yeah. Through different bots and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah super, super rigorous. And that, and that comes as standard within, within the Discord service, does it? For sure. Um, there's a couple of things you need to set up. So it's not, you can just kind of, there's a couple of settings you can just click, but Discord is actually like, um, uh, it's, it's quite deep in a sense of, there's a lot of depth to it. So you can actually do some coding and input some stuff. So if you wanted to, you can almost like create your own framework within it to make sure it's good. Um, and then you don't need to be able to do that in order to, to use you it. Don't yeah. to. You don't need yeah. to, you don't need to know. Okay. Okay. Well, that's really helpful. And I'm sure, you know, when it comes to limitless leaders, you'll unpack a bit more yeah, of that for, sure. for, for us uh, when, when we gather in January as well. Talk to me about what some of the biggest challenges have been in terms of just trying to honor God in, in, in that context. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I think the different challenges, they'll, um, they'll vary depending on the individual. For me, the context of me being an avid gamer, something that I did since the age of three, four, up until now. Um, and in terms of like my, my walk with God, only really like taking my faith a little seriously when I was 18, 19. Um, so I had a couple of years of gaming when I didn't, I wasn't necessarily, God was at the four, four, like forefront of my mind. Always, always, um, or always been in a Christian family, but decided yeah. to really like focus on God at 19. And so, um, yeah, sometimes when you when you game emotions, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, competitive game, you get a little heated. Uh, I've got memories of throwing the controller yeah. across the room and all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I mean. Um, so I think in terms of some of the biggest challenges, yeah, just realizing that this is just another thing we got to honor God. And it sounds silly, like of course, yeah, you know, you've worked a Christian, whatever. But yeah, you got you got to watch out um, yeah. with, with what you say, especially if it's online. You've got to set an online, example, haven't you? Like how how you, how you respond to frustrations in gaming or losses or whatever. Like you've got to set an example in your exactly. maturity and in how you respond to that. And actually, you actually have the opportunity, I guess, to demonstrate something to a young person who maybe flies off the handle when, you know, something's not quite happening like they wanted hey. to. And you have the opportunity to demonstrate something of Christ-likeness in that space and how to how how you would respond, I guess. It's for sure. And it, and best believe like a lot of these young people who are like avid gamers and who are um yeah, playing for like competitively. There's been a couple of times where even within the studio online, like we've had to be like, yo, bro. <laughs> you know, I respect it. Calm it down a bit. Yeah. Um and yeah, like you said, just kind of showcase that actually um there's a way to honor God and there's a way to still have fun and still be competitive but also like continue to love your neighbor and, and whatnot. Um, another challenge, for example, was um, starting this in lockdown. A lot, a lot of young people, well, a couple of young people were a little older and in, going into sixth form, maybe year 11, year 12. Um, and so you build, you, you, you create the community and everyone gets along and it's great fun. And then because this isn't just like normally, I guess, traditional youth work, um, a young person goes through uh, youth in year 13 they go off to uni and then they like they physically move location and so it's like that's like a nice passing on into students and you can reminisce on the good times but you're good to go um with this being online and again like remote like anyone can be on it anywhere um one of the challenges that i felt was actually going through my um discord server and almost kind of doing like a cleanse of like okay who's like who's in youth what how are they are stuff like that um, I call it like the Discord alumni or like the youth alumni because <laughs> you have young people who, yeah, they turn 18, they, they leave youth, 
but they're still connected in the community. Like they're still into gaming, but I'm a youth worker. I'm not necessarily like a student's pastor and I don't have the, like the, the time or the capability to set up a whole other thing for, for students. So then I, I guess it depends if the student pastor or the student leader in your, in your church is able to, to take them on and carry on that vision. That's up to them. But um, yeah, one of the challenges has, has basically just been like saying goodbye to some people yeah. and like in like in, and with no bad blood, like asking them to leave and be like, Hey, like, you know, you've had your time here. Um, it'd be great for you to find another community that's maybe a bit older, a bit more appropriate for your time. But um, you'll you'll see that the, the, the years go quick, the time goes quick, <laughs> and especially if you if you have um, connection with them online, um, they can um, yeah. At some point, you're going to have to say goodbye. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and 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 Jonathan, in in terms of honouring God, like in the same way that you know, we'd want to be, you know, the highest lamp of the body, right? Yeah. Um, whatever is good, whatever is excellent, whatever is pure, whatever is praiseworthy, you know, yeah. fix yourself on these things in the same way that there'd be music that we wouldn't want to listen to. There'd be movies or TV shows that as Jesus followers, we wouldn't want to watch. I'm sure there must be games in that category as well. Yeah. So maybe you could just um, for those who might want to be getting into this and are going to be talking to their young people about, hey, what are some of the games that you play? What would be some of the games that might be popular but not appropriate in a kind of youth ministry context? Ooh, that's a juicy one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a juicy one. Um, yeah, okay, cool. I think there's levels to it where it's subjective in the sense of, hey, some 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 people um would be like super anti Fortnite, for example it's a game where you have guns in it and essentially yeah. you're like you're yeah. shooting people yeah. and then you're killing them or they're getting down and then they kind of evap- evaporate evaporate into air um some games that i so what we tr- what we try and do uh no not what we try and do what we definitely do here is that we want to make sure that no one is alienated um when we play when we stream online or if they come in person and so we um our youth ministries from year six, so from 11 up. So we only play games that um, are, I guess, from 12 down, like Peggy 12 down, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that means that we won't touch, we won't play like Call of Duty, we yeah. won't play like Grand Theft Auto, GTA, yeah. or Halo, or basically all these games are like 16 or 18 rated, just because we know that yeah. if you've got a year seven who's watching, or year eight who's right. watching, yeah. year seven or year eight that comes in into our drop-in sessions and we just want to make sure that everything is good for them but also in terms yeah, of their good. parents everything's good in terms of games i'd say watch out for again it's all subjective what one person might say like they're happy watching or happy playing another person might not um but yeah um that's what we do we, we basically make sure that all the games that we play are are like peggy 12 and under yeah that seems wise so fortnite yeah. is as violent as we get um, if I had, if I, if I, I have toyed, toyed with this idea of almost doing like, like a 16 plus stream where I do play like, cause the game that I play is Valorant. Um, and that's Peggy 16. It's like cartoon characters and it's quite uh, animated. Um, but it's Peggy 16 in terms of like, um, the shooting games and stuff like that. Or even like Call of Duty, they recently just re- uh, released their new Modern Warfare 2 game with like Warzone, which actually has like proximity chat. So you basically can talk to the enemy. So, I'm, so the first thing that's going in my mind is like, oh, that's a great way to evangelize. 
I can talk to other people. Say, hey, how you doing? How's your day been? Like, oh, like you know, you never know. Can I pray for you? Stuff like that. Um, but Call of Duty is a, is rated eighteen. So, um, I guess and I guess there one, would be some yeah. games that you wouldn't want to touch that might have, you know, in it like a lot of bad language in, or oh, yeah. would have like sexual content in even. Yeah. Um, would what what would be some of those that that you know a youth worker would want to avoid? For sure. I mean, the classic will probably be like GTA, Grand Theft yeah. Auto. Um, yeah. That's, I, I, I can't, as, as subjective as some of these games are, I can't see many reasons why you'd want to stream that no. <laughs> or like play that within your youth ministry. I just, I, no, I, there's, no, certainly not. There's not, yeah. they, they've got cool racing car mechanics, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah, but that, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not much else. Um, as much as I, as much as I love Assassin's Creed as one of my favorite games, probably wouldn't play that one either. Um, yeah. It's like it's all about like being sneaky and, and killing people in a yeah. sneaky way and getting away with it. Um, I think at the end of the day, like um, games, a lot whether it's um, on consoles or on the box or online, if you like um, downloading them online for like Steam or something, which is just a place where you can basically get games. Um, a lot of them will give like a rigorous description of what what you it's can helpful. expect yeah um the content on the game on the game so if it's on a box it'll say it'll say it's 18 and then it'll tell you why it's an 18 for like bad language or drug use or sexual right. themes or violence or stuff like that so yeah um i think at risk of me telling a, uh, a, another youth minister who's way more experienced than me and has been in the game for a long time how to run their ministry um i'd say like just everyone to use their discretion if they basically if, a, if there's a film if there's a film that you wouldn't put on on a movie night, on a Friday night for your young people, right? Uh, because exactly. it's too like sexual or too much violence, yeah. whatever. So I'd say that same logic applies to the game. If, if yeah. there's some some themes that you just don't want to go towards, um, yeah. in terms of other media, whether that's film or or, or music yeah. and stuff like that, I'd say apply it to the the gaming yeah. world as well. Yeah, and and like for me as a youth worker, um, or just as a leader in Christian ministry one of the key things I want to be able to do is to confidently say to my young people, imitate me as I imitate Christ, just as yeah. Paul did to the people he was discipling. And so for, yeah. for me, you know, whether it's gaming or it's movies or it's TV or it's music, I, I want to know I've got the integrity uh, to be able to do that. Hey, let yeah. me ask you one more question, Jonathan, before, before we wrap up. Um, sure. Just as a, as, as a wrap up, from your experience in doing in doing this in using gaming as a as a mechanism for ministry with young people from your successes from your mistakes what are the key things that you have learned that you'd really want a youth leader to take away from this podcast and, and apply that's beautiful um first things first is um i just want to encourage anyone to um do what you feel is right, I guess. Um, I know that God has put like a, a specific talent um, or like an idea or a dream inside of you for a reason. Um, and and there's a space for that, I believe. I think if it's within you and you can use it to glorify God, mm. you can also use it to build community. Mm. Um, and, and it's something that young people are interested in, in terms of those different um, ideas. I feel like Anything can be used. So I, I use gaming, but if a young if a if a youth minister is really into radio and podcasts, they can start a podcast for young people. Yeah if, a, yeah. if a youth minister is really into art, they can start like art stuff. Yeah. Hopefully in the new year, we're gonna start um new spaces for more creativity around music, around dance, around uh 
music production, like actually making music, trying to make like a studio, like stuff like that. I just, I was just a little guy with, with a dream of playing games yeah. and using it for God and for, and for his glory, to build community. Yeah. And so if any, if any youth minister is like, oh, I'd love to implement this within my youth work, go for it. See, see, see if that. it works, you know what I'm saying? Um, see if it works. And um, yeah, and also don't be scared. Like don't be scared, if, even if it feels overwhelming, a lot of information, a lot of stuff, I think, We've, if we've been in the youth work game long enough, you know we can usually um, get through it and get by it. So yeah, stay steadfast, um, believe in yourself, back yourself up, um, but also take time. You know, it's not. It, this has been a two and a half year journey. It's yeah. not been overnight success. Yeah, that's good. So if you saw some of the early streams that we did, dreadful. Yeah, <laughs> really yeah, bad. that's it's really helpful that Jonathan because really we have bad. this way, don't we, of comparing our beginnings yeah. to somebody else's endings. Yeah, no. Um, but just. It's just have a go and, and you a know, go. make your mistakes and learn from them and yeah. grow. and do, Yeah, yeah, really yeah, good. Fully. It's really helpful. Fully, fully. Hey, Jonathan, um, this has been a really, really interesting conversation. I'm really grateful for your time on the podcast today. Obviously, if people want to hear more and know more and ask you some questions, well, first they can come to Limitless Leaders yeah. <laughs> on the 24th to 26th of January. Um, but also, how can people find you online, maybe get in touch, perhaps drop you a DM and, and ask you a question off, off the back of hearing this podcast? For sure, for sure. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jonathan Beecham. That's B-E-E-C-H-A-M. Um, or if you're a bit more like formal, want to send an email, you can send me an email at jonathan at htb.org um, or hit the HTB youth Instagram or, or email as well. Um, and if it's specifically for Twitch, if you want to like drop in, see what we do. We stream every Tuesday um, from 4.30 to 6.30. And that's just HB Youth on Twitch. Um, so we stream all the time during term times. So if it's holiday, I'll, put, I'll probably be back home in France. But if it's during the term, <laughs> I'd love to see, see you in chat for sure. Jonathan, that's so good. Thank you so much. Really, really, really helpful conversation. Hey, thanks. Uh, yeah, Jonathan, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> that's great. And thank you to, to all of you guys listening. Thank you for everything that you are doing to invest in the lives of young people. And I just love what Jonathan said there. Just use the gift of God that's within you and, and the passions that you have in your life and think about how yeah how can I put those things to use for the kingdom of God how can I leverage those things to create community with my young people and, and, and to reach young people and help to disciple young people what a, what a brilliant encouragement what a brilliant challenge and I know you're doing that I know you do that week in week out so thank you for everything that you are doing to invest in the lives of young people what are you going to give your life to that's more important than passing on the gospel to the next generation so so keep going keep going we want to encourage you keep going what you are doing is so important and we would love to see you at Limitless Leaders on the 24th to 26th of January at the Hayes Conference Centre with Jonathan and so many other uh, fantastic contributors speaking into some really uh, helpful, timely, relevant themes in youth and children's ministry. So go to limitlesselim.co.uk forward slash leaders for that. And we will see you next time on the Limitless Leadership Podcast.